This is an ultimate global podcast. Hello, and welcome to our Daily Dose podcast, covering all about day-to-day global affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney. Hello, and a very good evening to everyone who is joining us from Sydney and also from around the world. It was a it was not a great weekend and a good news coming from united kingdom as uh, we lost one of the uk mp's david ms who was stabbed to death while he was meeting his constituents in the church now this is not the first attack that has happened a similar attack also happened 5 years back with a labor mp in a different constituency and he was killed in a pretty similar manner so this is the second time a british lawmaker has been killed in um in, you know in out there and it has been considered to be a direct attack on the elected officials and it's you know an attack on the democracy as well because of which serious questions need to be asked uh related to the security of the mps because now the next question will be that if the mps are not feeling secure can the general public feel safe in uk what do you think about this george Yes it's um it's rather a tragic situation because um yeah you know, the guy's just there doing his job he's trying to um support his constituents he's trying to um be accessible uh, we we often talk about our our political leaders are they accessible enough well he was and it, it cost him his life um but um that is that is the 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 game plan of the terrorists um to to put fear into to people um and and sadly you know some guy doesn't go home to his his wife and children uh or his mother or his father or his boyfriend girlfriend whatever just because he happened to be of a different view to that person rather ironic that um um supposedly the um the act is carried out by a man based on um somewhat of uh, religious values in a church yeah um um but yeah it has to make everybody else think absolutely and um looking at some of the reports and articles george it seems to be that one of the reports suggests that it might be linked to islamist extremism another report also suggests that the man who was arrested was a british national and according to those inquiries uh, he seems to be from the somalia heritage so these are the two initial reports that we have got in the news do you have do you have anything to say yeah. on that were you able to go through that i think it's a bit early for me because as you know sirab i like to see a bit more fact before we we start delving into the fiction of the hypothesis um if i decide to harm you um and i'm a crazy guy and i come up and i i attack you and i say in the name of the church of england or in the name of the methodists or in the name of allah 
in the name of whatever, everybody says, oh, well, he said that, so it's a terrorist attack and it's all about uh, Muslim or, or Christianity or whatever. Um, yeah, if, I, if I'm in Ireland, uh, I'm, either, I'm either a Protestant or a Catholic in, in the greater majority of the case. So if I come up and I hit you and I say, in the name of the Protestant religion, it doesn't necessarily mean that, that that's what it was. It's I chose to yell that out. Uh, if you remember um, the Lint Cafe, um, the guy that was um, that was responsible for that, he was trying to make that out as being a uh, all about a religious um, um, situation. The guy was just a nutter, you know. Um, so uh, I think it's a bit early, um, but but yes, um, supposedly uh, Somali background and um, um, uh, British um, citizen. Um, we can all have extreme, you know, we've seen it in America, we've, we've got it in Australia, we've got it in other countries. Um, there's people that are here that, that are uh, believers in white supremacy and the Nazi movement. So the fact that you, you don't have to be from another country to, to be a radical and you don't have to be from another country to be a terrorist. Um, the, the act of terrorism is, is using force and fear um, to, to, to put forward your political or your religious views. It's, you know, anybody can be terrorising. And another critical argument, George, here is that he was a person who was quite regular in meeting people from his constituency. And the report suggests that he used to meet on every first and third Friday uh, on a face-to-face -face basis, one-on-one -on -one basis with the people whom uh, have voted for him. Now, it also raises this concern when we also sometimes talk about that politicians should develop a one-on-one -on -one relationship, but they also have to face this kind of security threats and they need to be very careful while they are meeting on a one-on-one -on -one basis as to what the purpose of the meeting is, what the location of the meeting is, because all that also can play a major role in determining the security threats incidents that are happening in UK and around the world. Yeah, I um I seem to recall reading somewhere in the last day or so um, that the authorities uh, put out a warning to all ministers um, to to be very wary of of where they're holding their meetings and who they're meeting with until they get a bit more understanding of whether this was a a lone wolf or part of a um, um, a, a, a group or a cell, however you want to refer to it. Um, so, but. But whether it's whether he's lone wolf, whether he's part of a cell or whatever, um, if you're if you're a politician and the you know Monday Tuesday you were going to go and meet meet the people in your local uh, pub, your local church, your local shopping centre, you know it um, it has to run through your mind. Is that is that the is that the smartest thing for me to be doing at the moment? And the, and the problem is that you can understand that that fear and you can understand taking precautions and all of that but in do but if we start to have a situation where that's limited then the terrorists has won you know uh the terrorist movement wins um i i think i think like many things um there'll be a there'll be a, a pullback there'll be a bit of a concern there'll be a bit of caution um, and then down the track, people it'll it'll drift a bit, and the majority of people will move on.
Yeah. And it also talks about the legacy that uh, David Emmes has left behind him in the sense that one of the residents um, was also talking about the fact that when he used to travel in the train, he used to regularly interact with people and he was very much approachable uh, in comparison to other ministers. Um, so do you think that being approachable is kind of uh, increasing the threat that you have on your safety as a minister? You know, you have already touched based upon that. But what do you think about this point uh, that uh, you cannot have both the things? Either you can be approachable to the people in that way or you can take care of your safety when you become a minister, especially in countries like this where different kinds of terrorist attacks are happening quite frequently these days? Look, uh, for a start, he was accessible, but he didn't get attacked on a train. Um, if you look at uh, the tragedy of John Lemon being killed, he's just walking, you know, somebody decided that that, that was an important thing for them to do. Or Sharon Tate or any of the others where somebody goes goes and, and has some sort of mental issue and decides that that's, that's the way to do it. So um, I, I, I am a firm believer if your number's up, your number's up, and if your number's not up, your number's not up. Um, you, don't, you don't go out of your way to make, make the odds work against you. But um, I think... Um, you know, um, if we go back over some of the some of the popes and some prime ministers and some uh, presidents over the years, they've been very accessible. And yep, a couple of them been shot, um, but um, many of them have 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 not. Um, um, yeah, where do you draw the line? I, I, I guess I guess it comes back to um, an individual's risk profile. Um, um, as I said, I wouldn't be rushing out to uh, in, in, in increase my odds of being uh, attacked, but I'm not sure that I would retreat either because, um, as you know, I'm a person that doesn't believe in living your life in fear. So um, if, we all, if everyone starts living their life in fear, then the terrorists has won. The, the bullies will only win properly if the rest of us allow them to have us live our life in fear. So does that mean I'm saying be blasé and not do anything? No, no, I'm not saying that at all. Think about it and be a bit more cautious here and there. But um, um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not prepared for, for society to, to think about we, we, we all go and hide behind the doors now. Um, and I don't, th I don't think the greater majority of politicians will do that. Um, uh, it's a it's a sad and a tragic affair. Um, it, it was sad and tragic when when we've had people uh, attacked on the streets, be it with knives, be it with guns, be it with cars, be it with trucks. Um, um, and and the problem that we suffer from is the lone wolf attack is always the hardest to work out. Uh, the, you know, there's no there's not very much chatter. There's not. There's not a whole string of things going on, and the more the more conversation that's held, the the better the chance the authorities have got of picking up that something's happening. Um, whereas with these guys, it just occurs. You know? um, yeah, and you kind but, of uh, you kind of also feel very sad for his wife and children, whom yeah. uh, 
who never would have thought that this was the last day that sir david would be going to the church and he will never be coming back home and that mm-hmm. has not only scared his wife but a lot of other wives in the country a lot of other women in the country whose husbands are or you know husbands whose wives are working in the um politics not only in yep. uk but you know this can be an incident anywhere in the world yeah and so it's it, 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 you're 100% right it's not just wives it's 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 wives boyfriends girlfriends husbands fathers mothers children you know children that are old enough to understand now now um his children mightn't be that old but but if you've got if you're a politician and you've got teenage children that are fully aware of what's going on um that puts them under pressure it's you know um it's a hard yeah it's a hard hard session and it's and again you know it's very sad for the for the for the family and and his community you know there'll be there'll be whoever invited him to come along to be there whoever talked about organizing it whoever did this they'll all be saying to themselves could i have done anything differently and and in the majority of cases uh, not that they're probably listening to me um but <laughs> I, you know, I just say to them, no, there's probably not a lot that you could do because that guy just decided. He he decided to pick on that particular person, probably because he was a decent bloke and he that made him a softer target. Yeah, um, just very, uh, um, very sad situation. Uh, what do you think, George, can be one or two key lessons uh, which can be taken away from this incident? um for our people around the world to make sure that these kind of incidents can be avoided in the future and also for the politicians to make sure that they are taking all possible precautions from their side itself well well if you stop and think about it he this happened this happened in a church so short of having metal detectors and searching every single person that comes into that church at that time or the location that you're at what are you going to do about it um and um i'm sure a lot of our listeners have watched enough movies to to know that within jail a lot of a lot of stabbings go on and they and they use a plastic toothbrush that's been sharpened um so so even if you have a metal detector if somebody's crazy enough they're going to have a go at it you know um i guess I guess you've got a question, am I taking enough security measures? Um, uh, am I being a little bit too too open uh, to the public? Um, what else can you do? You either, you either have the choice of changing what you're doing dramatically or you carry on and, and you, you just be a little bit more observant. Um, whilst I don't... whilst i don't live in fear there there are certain certain precautions i take when i i'm i'm walking in certain areas at certain times of the night um or whether i've got um somebody with me uh, my wife or children or whatever um uh, i have a different i have a different um observation level than when i'm on my own but even on my own i'm i'm fairly um i'm fairly um Uh, aware of my environment but yeah the um and it's not just it's just not um um in that area it's not even in that country 
um, if you're um, if you're if you're on security detail for anybody for the next few days or weeks, that all of those people are going to be at a heightened alert because it's been shown just how easy it could have been. And you have you have to wonder if are there any are there any people out there that are, uh, are disturbed and and will suddenly take uh, a copycat uh, approach to the whole thing? Yeah, that's the other. If if I had family and friends that were uh, in the political situation, that would be something that would play on my mind. Is there somebody else that'll do this for some reason? Um, I haven't I haven't seen a lot that tells me that that um, uh, David um, was was um, a very strong campaigner against um, uh, Muslim belief or, or um, any particular um, Muslim based country and all of that. So uh, it doesn't appear as though he was a um, a very loud voice in opposition to the to the belief. Um, I I. Personally, from what I've seen so far, I just think this bloke decided he needed an excuse to harm somebody, and and so he decided to pick on a politician and then and then relate it back to religion. I do wonder sometimes how easy is it for us to put something down to to a terrorist attack um, based on religion, uh, as opposed to somebody somebody wanted an excuse to hurt somebody and they decided on that. I mean, if that guy. If that guy spoke a lot about uh, not liking people that wear brown suits, and he happens to harm somebody that's in a brown suit, is 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 that a terrorist attack on brown suit wearers? You know, we, um, um, and I'm not playing down that side of it, but but you know, not everybody that yells out in the name of God is is a, is a believer in God. They just use that for some excuse. Absolutely, and I think that's something which we can take forward as um, a lesson that these kind of incidents will keep on happening in the near future as well. But what we can take precautions from our end or you know the politicians' end is uh, to to make sure that even if you are meeting on a one-on-one -on -one basis, you have got all the securities aligned with you, no matter how approachable you seem to be. But security is playing a major role in your uh, survival. Um, and also, um, we have started uh, something in this week um, for the Ultimate Global Podcast, which is it is related to the meetups. Uh, so we are starting up with a meetup powered by Ultimate Global Podcast in different parts of Sydney. And the main purpose of that is going to be to interact with different people in Sydney to understand what they really want to listen to, you know, listen to us on our channels. And what kind of conversations do they think they could not listen to on, on other channels? Or what kind of things are missing on other channels which they want us to uh, make available on our channels? Um, and also, I think it will be a great way to just interact with people um, and talk about stuff after lockdown. I know a lot of great stories of people who have been enjoying a lot once, uh, once they attain freedom. So... We would love to catch up with you. And George, you are also invited for that. Uh, it is at 7 p.m. on Thursday outside the Sydney Opera. So if you are free, you can definitely be there at 7 p.m. with Sharon. Or at least you can send Sharon. <laughs> okay. 
Um, at 7 p.m. on Thursday, she's probably not even finished work at that stage, but we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, George, for joining today. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, I saw a good number uh, of live audience joining us at the first 10 minutes. So that's a good news for us. And I would love to see more people joining us during these sessions and engaging with us and, you know, making us understand what really we can post, uh, which really interests you a lot. Thank you so much, George. I think I'd like to leave people with this thought. Whoever your local member is, be it federal, local, local council or state, maybe now's a good time just to send them a vote of support because they're probably not feeling the best at the moment either. Absolutely. That is, that is so important for those people who might be feeling a bit scared or, you know, dejected or afraid after what happened on Friday. Absolutely. Thank you so much, George, for joining us and have a great day ahead.